Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. The Crit Show contains elements of horror, fantasy violence, and adult language. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. behind the curtain all of the intros that you've heard this month we recorded them all in one day back to back today october 1st <laughs> yeah today october 1st uh because kim's gonna be gone kim have you talked in depth about what you're doing uh i haven't and by the time this episode comes out my show will be over <laughs> it'll be over how to go how was the run yeah how to go <laughs> oh my god it was incredible this is where you get to manifest how it yes, went exactly. whatever you say now is going is to set the tone go. for the next month because yeah. that's what i have written for this intro is Halloween predictions. So I'm going to ask everybody to predict me something that will happen for them in their life by Halloween. Okay. So for the month of October, I was in New York City. When this episode comes out, I will be like in the process of coming home home, unless the show extends. So, hey, if if it extends, I'm going to put out to the universe right now on October 25th. Uh, I am in New York right now on October 25th because my show extended. Yes, having just found out that it extended. Yes, having just found out that it extended. Doing Exorcistic, the rock musical. It is a musical parody of the film The Exorcist about a theater company trying to put on a musical parody of The Exorcist, but the actress playing Reagan O'Neill is a method actor and accidentally gets possessed (laughs) during the workshop of the show and starts killing off the cast members and thus requires an actual onstage exorcism. It's really fun. I've had some people come up to me and were concerned because they f- they thought that, that the film, The Exorcist, is really scary. And it is. It's quite scary. And they're like, I don't do well with scary things. I'm like, babies, don't worry about it. This is, <laughs> this is like, go- this is wall-to-wall goofs. Do not be concerned. Um, but yeah, so we are playing, uh, possibly still, we are playing at the Box Theater, uh, which is in Lower Manhattan. And uh, I-, I hope to see you there. If you want to come, if we're still running, hit me up. I have discount codes i think actually some of my founders are coming to see it or came to see it i guess it's october 25th Mm. yeah and congratulations (laughs) on the tony nom hey thank you (laughs) you're welcome they don't they don't usually give a lot of tony awards to swings and understudies and standbys but i'm happy to be the first (laughs) oh no sorry i thought i was talking about the guy named tony who who owns that deli following me home from the (laughs) tony's deli who just followed you home like clapping (laughs) Woo! you did so great what other predictions do you want from us Ruff? yeah just what what do you got what do you think uh, jake of the future what has happened uh what's something that's happened in your life uh in the month of october i i was killed in a terrible passion and i'm a ghost now (laughs) oh my god um are we gonna rename this recording studio the jake memorial sex room (laughs) (laughs) wrong kind of terrible passion oh Oh. Oh, no maybe related uh my front yard is properly halloween decorated Mm -hmm. uh i've got a lot of big projects that i planned out for the month of october and despite jake saying it was too ambitious and seems like too much work i successfully pulled it off and it looks nice and spooky now Uh, that there's a ghost out there's a real one as well was his death related to all the decorating yeah because one of the things that we did successfully put up despite it resulting in my death was uh, a multi-story tall pumpkin decoration that will extend on posts up above our roof to loom over trick-or-treaters. Amazing. Um, but that went exactly as predicted. 
With the exception. Well, again, with the exception yeah. of my demise, yeah. Exactly as I predicted. Jake predicted <laughs> that, <laughs> that it wasn't going to work. And that I'd survive. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, it worked exactly as I planned. Exactly as I thought it would go. Um, I predict, I know it's like almost almost 30 years after the fact, but I think I think this, this month, I think they're finally going to find who killed Tupac. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. What? What? Did that? Wait, they did? <laughs> oh shit! Oh well, that's all I had. I don't. <laughs> I I get. I don't. I'm out. I didn't have anything else. Which is funny because my prediction was that Tass was going to be visited by three spirits of Halloween <laughs> and taught the true meaning of Halloween. One of them, Tupac, and one of them, me. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> 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 Megan, do you think that you were cleared of charges? Oh, they can't prove anything. Perfect. <laughs> um, so yeah, if if all of these predictions came to pass, we will see you next week uh, when it will just be Megan, Tass, and I. <laughs> Jake is a ghost and Kim is still in New York. <laughs> Kim, you can see that this titan is making its way towards civilization and the rest of you are just a thorn in its side as it tries to do so what do you want to do i want to ride up to dawson can i see her yeah she is just a little ways ahead she seems to be calling plays basically like she will ride up to a group of her people she will shout some things and they will kind of like make a formation and then go do a move but she turns to you as you ride up hey what are these things weak to she kind of shrugs and shakes her head I don't know. They're all different. This one's a big lizard. What do lizards hate? Jeez, I don't know. Cold surfaces? Maybe. It might be weak to cold. They're all just kind of various kinds of monstrosities. And I mean, they all seem to go down to bullets and explosions. That's for sure. I'd like to ride up alongside them. Where do these things come from? She gestures back over her shoulder with a thumb. Um, and you can see that behind you, uh, distantly, there is a towering mountain range. It seems like that's where like the tracks that your train are on are kind of coming from in that direction. And she says, they all come from the other side of the mountains. That's where all these creatures get born, I guess. I don't know. Only the real big ones can make it over and through those mountains, though. Do they all just head for the town? Well, there ain't really anywhere else for them to go. And she kind of like gestures around and you can see that there's basically nothing Um, off to your left. In the distance, it kind of just seems like the horizon hits and then there's like nothing beyond it. Um, and off to your right, miles away, there is actually just a sheer towering like rock face as if there's like a cliff on your side that extends well up into the sky like a mile above or more. Whoa. She says, I don't know that they got a motive, so to speak. They're just wild animals. They climb over the mountains. They don't know where else to go or what to do. They make their way towards sounds and smells. That's town. If we make enough sound and smell and make it hurt, we might be able to route it back. Just get it to turn tail, head back over the mountains. It's happened before. And how big is this thing? Remind me. About 40 feet tall, like twice that in length. Cool, cool, cool. So I was considering trying to trip it up with a lasso, but that would be inconsequential to it <laughs> and absolutely physically devastating for me. <laughs> uh, can I spend a charge to have an explosive that I can attach to an arrow. <laughs> From the workshop car? Yeah. Sure. All right, I'll see if I can at least break its focus on the town, and I want to try and shoot up towards its face. All right, why don't you roll shoot? So when you shoot at a target, when you are in danger, under pressure, or when the stakes are high, roll plus body plus shoot. If the target is beyond the range of your weapon, take a minus one. I don't think... It's beyond the range of a of a bow. Six. Does she get a plus one because she's acting on information that I gained from my read a situation move? Absolutely, she does. Seven. So on a seven to nine, you hit your target. Uh, if it is a person, it's not. You wound your target and everybody takes plus one ongoing to body rolls against him. You are put in danger or must reload. So you fire your explosive arrow up towards this thing's face and... It detonates and the creature roars and turns its head away from the arrow, veering more in the direction of the train tracks where your 
train is continuing to plug along. But as it does, with its now open tail, it starts just whipping it back and forth as if trying to clear ground. And it slams it into the ground near you, and your horse stumbles. You fall back from the group a bit and are left solo. Blueberry milk! Blueberry milk says, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I'm fine. I hate it. Oh my god. Tass and Rev, uh, on horseback in the wake of this creature, you see the other two members of your squad coordinating. You see Megan ride forward and launch an explosive arrow at this thing, which causes it to veer off course. What do you want to do? Okay, so how do I get back through the portal? You don't. Jake had to take over. uh, Okay. Um, Could you slow down so we're not underneath? That's the whole sentence. I should have stopped there. Please slow down. Oh, yeah. All right. I think uh, not so much slowing down, but more like veering out to the side of the thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, You are able to veer to the side as like its tail makes impact and kind of drags back towards it. You're able to pass it as you go uh, and get a little bit closer to the rest of your squad. You can see that Megan has fallen behind a little bit, but the rest of the group is still pursuing actively close to the creature. Sup, gang? So we're fighting this thing? Uh, I don't know if we're fighting it. We're just trying to steer it away so it doesn't charge into town. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, can I reach into my pack and use an inventory slot for a stick of dynamite? Sure. Outstanding. Uh, I want to light and throw it in front of this creature. Like to try to, you know, dissuade it from its course. Okay. Um, are you throwing it like... Like on the ground? Are you trying to like chuck it up in the air near its face or what? I think up near its face. Okay. I'm tempted to call this an intimidate roll. Like you're not trying to hurt it. You are just trying to basically scare it away. Does that hold water? Yeah, it does. You're not good at it though, are you? <laughs> no, I'm so good. This is going to be good. This is All right. So good. Roll plus soul plus intimidate. Seven. All right. You throw this dynamite and it explodes in front of the creature who is already like changing course and does so more rapidly, taking a few thundering steps towards the train tracks and towards your train. And it actually trips over it a little bit. Like it makes contact with one of its legs and you can see that the pistons that drive the wheels of the train are damaged on the right side. You can hear the screeching of metal on metal and the train immediately like slows. It can't move as quickly anymore and it starts to fall behind the group as this creature crosses the tracks towards the opposite side, circling as if considering making its way back towards the mountains instead. Ooh, that sucked. Sorry. Sorry. I want to pull my rifle off my back and send some magic through it and send another shot to keep it on that trajectory of circling back because is this the side that if it just keeps going, it's going to hit like a giant wall? Uh, actually, the opposite. This is the side where like it seems like just the horizon hits in the distance and there's like nothing beyond it. Why don't you actually read a situation for me uh, okay. to try and determine a course of action? Ten. Okay, you get three questions from the list. What should I be on the lookout for? I think as you take in like the scenery and the direction this creature is going, you notice also that like the mountain range seems to end just as abruptly at that same point. I think you can tell that that is a cliff. You must be very high up because there is a sheer face over there. So if you don't get this thing to keep turning and you just ran it straight from here, it would tumble off whatever that cliff is. And that would also be a solution to your problem. I want to ask, you know, one of the other writers, what's over that cliff? Dawson says, a sheer drop miles down to the blasted lands. Any reason it shouldn't go live there? None that come to mind. Boy, my other questions. These monsters come from like across the mountain. It's running just on the off chance. Who's in control here? You don't get the impression that like anybody's really pulling the strings of this creature right now. Like she said, they are kind of like wild animals. I do think it occurs to you that the timing for it to have been coming through like right as you opened the portal, Mm -hmm. that's a little bit sus. Yeah. So you suspect that somebody might have like motivated over these mountains planning for when you arrived. Okay. And because they have referred to like just every now and then one of them makes it over that like maybe somebody's not sure when someone was going to arrive on the safe side of the mountains, but they wanted there to be a monster for them when they did. So it might be loosely planned attacks. Okay. Where's my best escape route way in way past in the way of, you know, continuing this thing on its on its path? Yeah. Um, so you have already 
as a team deployed like successful methods of getting it to change course and stuff, getting it to stop going a direction, you blow something up in front of its face. It doesn't like that. Now, if you are just trying to accelerate it in a straight line, start blowing shit up behind it. All right. Yeah, I'm going to fire this uh, this magic off like at the ground, kind of like at its heel, because I don't think I can hurt it, um, but I can make it aware that there's still something back there pursuing it or pushing it. Okay. This isn't exactly a shoot because you're not just trying to hurt it. Yeah. Um, it could almost be an intimidate, but you are specifically like using magic. Do we think you're going weird here? Yeah. So I described like shooting the ground. What if I shoot at its back and I'm basically like creating extra force to push it forward, like to continue it on its path? Like is, that feels like it's more, you know, magic through the gun. Okay. What is your weird level? Three. All right. So with a weird level of three, you could feasibly do things like causing harm to a creature your own size or feeling the presence of weird creatures. Um, the the weird table is kind of like suggestions, but I think this would certainly fall under the level of weird you are capable of. You know, like influencing a creature with human intelligence, for example, is a weird level two suggestion. Yeah. And I mean, this is like influencing a creature that seems to have less than human intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, why don't you go weird? When you go weird, roll plus soul plus weird. If you attempt to go weird at a level higher than yours, subtract the difference between the level you want to go weird at and your weird level from your roll. That is not the case here, so nothing to subtract. Eight. All right, so on a seven to nine, the GM adds cost, danger, a worse outcome, or an ugly choice. If you cause harm, the target is wounded and everybody takes plus one on all body rolls against it. But the objective is not to harm it, it is just to motivate it. So as you fire this magic bullet, um... It does send, like, a wash over this creature, and you can see it speed up. It gets real skittery. But some of these other riders, these other iron striders that were, like, closing the gap on it seem to kind of also get caught up in that. The wash overtakes them and their horses, and a couple of them are just unseated from the horse. Mm. They don't seem to be, like, critically injured or anything, but they are removed from this encounter for the moment. Kim, is there anything you want to do? The abomination seems like it's on its good way of going over the cliff. Is there any danger of any of the horses, like, getting buffeted over that ledge? Buffeted, like, by the creature? No, by by the magical force that Rev created. Oh, no, no, no. They are okay. They got, like, sped along, but once their riders fall off, they peel. Like, you know, they don't have a guide anymore, and they don't want to be under a monster, it seems. <laughs> They're not doing that. Wise. Of their own volition, so... <laughs> Yeah, they kind of peel off to the sides. The horses seem okay. I think maybe I want to go weird. Uh, this is something that I used to do back in Urban Shadows of like giving people visions, but I want to try to influence this creature's mind so it still sees ground ahead of it. Ooh. Cool. Okay. What is your weird level? Three. All right. So I'm trying to decide based on some of the recommendations. So one of the weird level three things is like, to see short but vague visions of the past, present, or future, to sense something's emotions. And I feel like this might be like one step past that, like to yeah. put visions in something else's head. I think that's fair. Okay, so I think this is going to be at weird level four. So you are going to have a minus one penalty on this roll. So plus soul, plus weird, minus one. But plus one because I'm acting off of Rev's info, right? Accurate. Keep me honest on those. And is this, just for my understanding of this, is this more than influencing a creature with human intelligence? I See, I'm, I'm kind of torn because it's like... I feel like to like craft an illusion in someone's head, I'm I'm open to that. Okay. Yeah, like it's beyond the empathic and it's like creating images that it's seeing. Like I feel like it is, yes, beyond influencing a creature... With human intelligence, hmm. but maybe not so far past. Like, do you think this would be better at a weird level three? I was just, honestly, I was just asking based off of the intelligence level was really all I was asking about. Because, Fair. like, once you get to level six, that's when you can influence something with superhuman intelligence. So it seems okay. like the dumber, the easier. I'm with you. Okay, let's call this then, let's keep this at weird level three. So no minus, because you are beyond influencing it, but it is just a big dumb monster. Oh, okay, yeah. Then with revs plus one, that's a 13. Okay, very good. On a 10+, plus, you are successful. If you cause harm, you disable the target. Um, again, this wasn't a harm causer, but you are confident now that this thing, I mean, as far as it's concerned, it's got a runway in front of it. Like, yeah. it is 
booking it straight line towards that cliff and it doesn't seem like it has any thoughts of stopping. Megan, is there anything you're up to? Uh, I think I'm catching up with everyone and pulling back up alongside Dawson again. How often are these things coming through here? Should we expect another one to attack any minute? It takes her a second to respond because she is like watching what's happening with such excitement. Like she's almost like, shh, shh here comes the good part. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she says, oh, no, I mean, at the most frequent, it's a matter of days. At the least frequent, it's a matter of months. They, there won't be another one coming through within minutes. Okay, then I'm just keeping pace with everyone. Okay, you all watch this thing thunder forward and it's it's outpacing you at this point like it has really picked up speed which is fine because you can tell that that cliff face i mean it's a ways like it's miles away from you it would take you a long time to cover the ground but you see this thing kind of getting smaller and smaller in the distance and then just whoop disappearing from your view as it falls over a cliff and you hear it roar and you hear that roar fade as it gets further and further down you do not hear an impact you just hear it get quieter and quieter and then nothing. Do you think it's okay? <laughs> God, I hope not. Because if so, it's going to be mad and it's going to come back. Yeah, it was just, it was so beautiful. I know, I'm sorry. But it was going to hurt the town. I know, I know, I know. Dawson says, uh, I mean, it didn't look like a, like a wall climber or nothing, so I can't imagine it would be able to get back up here even if it wanted to. You don't seem all that surprised to see us here. She is like holstering her gun and you know kind of addressing her riders as they all collect themselves and kind of power down but she says oh sorry that's probably just a side effect of the line of work that i'm in i have no fucking idea who you all are or where you came from as far as i can tell a train just sort of materialized but you were in the middle of something i had going on so there wasn't really time to freak out about it should i well aren't you a sheriff and i'm kind of gesturing to the star pinned on her vest oh no sheriff would be a generous way of putting it iron striders are sort of like i mean we're we're law to a degree but we really deal with the weird shit not like you know horse thieves or anything like that oh then that's kind of what we are we're from another world but we're sort of like the iron striders of where we come from oh interesting okay another world huh how'd y'all get here train <gasps> the train and yeah i want to go look at the damage that was caused <laughs> yeah you the train is just like squealing to a stop <laughs> uh, in the midst of all of you. Uh, and it settles kind of like heavily and a little bit lopsided on the tracks. Oh, Cruz, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm like waving in into the engine like, sorry, sorry. You just see like the exact same, just that arm kind of comes up and waves at you and goes back down. I like him. Well, looking over the side of this train, what does it look like it's going to take to fix? I don't even know where this thing leads. <laughs> yeah. It, it seems important, though. <laughs> is there a track going out in front of this, and where does it go? Uh, the track seems to lead towards the aforementioned town. Um, you know, a, a ways ahead, it seems like your tracks proceed into and through civilization here. All right. Uh, so, Megan, there is an investigate move. Um, when you investigate a scene, if it's in a human settlement, roll this. If it's in the wild, roll that. Uh, and a hit gets you X number of relevant facts. You're not really investigating like a scene, though. I feel like you're just kind of sussing out the damage on this particular thing. So I think we're going to do this still as a use a skill, um, just plus mine, plus investigate. Can I argue using my engineering stat to look over this? Yes, absolutely you can. Great. So with the plus two, that's a six. Oh my God. Is there any way to help out in this game? The teamwork move is like the help out move where both of you roll the same skill and you get the higher result uh, but that would require somebody else to have the engineering skill because it is a specialized skill um, so only if you have ranks in it can you use it so i mark a grit <laughs> you mark a grit because you have failed a roll so in looking over and trying to diagnose this issue with the wheels you actually break a piece and i think you can tell that this is because of the unconventional nature of your train this is not like a readily available mass-produced piece or anything, you're going to have to find somebody to, like, smith you a new one to get the train up and running at full speed again. Oh, I don't I don't think this was supposed to come off. Huh. Is it important, like, for the train to go? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I can't get... It won't stay back on. It, keep, it just keeps falling off. I think I need a new one. A new train? 
<laughs> that would fix this, yeah. I mean, except we need this one to go back through later. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe there's somebody in town who could make a new one or we could see if we could buy one. I don't know. I don't know what this is exactly, but this is a weird kind of magic train. So I don't really know all of the components, but we need to know whatever this thing is. Dawson, do a lot of trains come through here? Down here? No. There ain't nothing over here except the mountains. So I don't suppose y'all have any like locomotive engineers in town? I mean, there's probably like a blacksmith or a, or a weaponsmith or something down the tracks. Your trains do make it as far as town. They just don't make it as far as all the way out here. Yeah, I'll just I'll, I'll put this in my bag here and carry it around and see if we can figure it out. Is it a long, like uphill train ride to get to your town? My town? Yeah, from anywhere else. Oh, hell, I mean, my town is miles and miles from here. Oh, you're not from this town? No, no. Oh. No, that that town over there, and she points at the one that, like, is the first one visible. That place is called Prospect Gardens. It's like a little settlement, but no, I mean, Iron Striders were pretty much headquartered all the way in a different territory than this one. And, sorry, forgive us, we're brand new. Are all of the settlements just, like, on this mesa, or is there a way down all of these Iron Striders kind of like exchange looks. Some of them are like kind of confused. Some of them look a little sad. Dawson says, I can't say for sure, but to my knowledge, the last of human existence is on the anvil here. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's been generations, centuries since this happened, but yeah, um, I'll tell you what, we'll escort you to town and I'll, I'll fill you in a little bit as we go. How's that sound? Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, please. Yeah. So they all kind of form up some of them seem to like just move on ahead like you know they need to go report back what's happened rather than stick with the squad um but a handful of them stay with you dawson among them and she lays out a little bit of history so this whole structure that we're on we call it the anvil and it's just a big mesa like you said just jutting up out of the ground i mean at least i assume it's kind of hard to see anything that's down there beneath us and nobody really knows what caused this. It's been hundreds, maybe thousands of years. But I guess at some point this just kind of erupted up out of the ground and caused a cataclysm that, as far as we know, killed everything else down there. And you can see, and she points to, like, the big wall off to the right, like, as you move. She says, there's even a central point of this one that juts up even further. You know, probably she kind of shields her eyes from the sun. Like a mile up there or so is the center spire as it were but the rest of the civilization is kind of organized into three territories around the ring so where we are right now we call it montfair it's kind of like the human settlement where you know they're kind of trying to pretend that things aren't weird and stuff's like it used to be and life is simple and all that and they're allowed to do that because we're on the windward side of the anvil so like they get the rain they can grow the crops things can be nice here we're headquartered over in the Jackalope Flats. If you keep making your way around here, eventually you'll cross over. And it's uh, it's a little bit weird over there. It's not like a total horror show. I mean, it can be, but a lot of the weirdness that's leaking out from the spire makes its way to the Jackalope Flats before it would ever make its way to Montfair. So there's some creatures, there's some folks who've turned to various degrees. A lot of the Iron Striders are like that. We're sort of between human and monster, and you know we're just the kind that decided to maintain law and order with it as much as we could but then past that we just call it lost hope and that's where all the corruption is that's just a land of beasts and monsters and horrors and no person in their right mind really tries to venture there that's what's on the other side of the mountains inquiring minds need to know are there jackalopes in the flats yeah of course what do you think they're named for oh where i'm from we have all sorts of names for things that don't really have the thing in it. Uh, for example, we don't have jackalopes, so I am very excited about this. Oh, is that a fact? Yeah, like we know about them, but they're not real there. I don't know if that makes sense. You any know, sense at all? You know about them, but they're not like you made them up. Uh, so, like, in, like well, stories, I guess. Yeah, that's true. What you're thinking of as a jackalope may not be at all what is a jackalope here. Oh, that's true. And you know, you'd know better than I do, Rev. Do, are there real jackalopes? Glendara told me we had jackalope stew once, but I thought it was better just not to ask what the meat was. Oh, fair. Anyway, I'm excited by this. Before someone asks something important, what do your jackalopes look like? 
Well, they're like 35 feet tall. And uh-huh. Yeah. Say, no, I'm just kidding. It's like a rabbit with horns. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, that's okay. Awesome. I guess that's a universal constant. Yeah. <laughs> so if we head into Prospect Gardens, are they okay with strange folk coming through? Is it more of a, we try to keep things more human focused? Are we going to run into any issues or is it generally a good blend of people? Well, I can't rightly say how they're going to react to y'all. I don't know that they've encountered visitors from another world before. They're plenty hospitable to us whenever we happen to make our way down this way. They like to be civilized, for lack of a better word. That's kind of what they hang their hat on. And I mean, just looking at us, like we don't, other than our complete ignorance on the entire history of your world, like we don't look like people from another world, do we? She kind of looks you up and down. No, I mean, your color palettes are a little bit uncommon and she like nods towards tass people are gonna probably pay some attention to your golden guns but you're not that out of place you look like you got attacked by a bear she gestures to megan's missing sleeve i look like i got attacked by a bear oh it looks like something ripped your sleeve off yeah something did it was me are you a bear no well then it's for the arrows it's for the, it's the string that makes sense yeah i don't want to get i don't want it to get caught on i got like a like a arm guard thing here it's just it's it's, it's for safety so is this like she kind of like gestures at the bow and the gun and like i mean she gestures at all your equipment like is this like what y'all do where you come from like is that something you're good with is your know, gestures to the golden guns are those something you're good with i mean you seemed capable in that fight sort of there seems to be an adjustment when we go through to different places and we've been through to a few and the adjustment seems to acclimate us to the place we're in so what's your world like relative to this one so far i oh god i don't know how to describe it except if this world were to progress maybe a couple hundred years that's what ours would look like huh well that must not be the case here because this is how our world's been for hundreds of years already Ah, i see i see Honestly, this place kind of reminds me of the city that I was born in. Like, a lot of desert, a lot of monsters. Oh, all right. Well, maybe you'll feel right at home. How you feel about cornbread? I love cornbread. Uh, our lizards weren't quite so big, though. Well, most of our lizards aren't quite so big either. So, Especially once you get into Prospect Gardens and towns proper here, it might all seem a lot more comfortable, familiar. It's just going to get weirder as you go, though. Is there a way for us to like secure the train so that anybody that happens to come out here can't like you know get into our stables or anything <laughs> like are they're not going to mess with crews or our fancy lounge or <laughs> anything Sealer like that liquor. i was just imagining that a train could lock like a car yeah i'll let's just get to town and we'll bring it over oh my god that's right yeah that's we, a, that's a thing we can do we can do that we can beep beep the train dawson's like i don't know what this means but i'm Oh, I'm so excited to find out. Okay, new plan. We'll have one person on a horse. Everyone else get in the train. And then the person ahead rides their horse on the track and just continues to beep beep the train further along. And it's like the train's moving, but just not on its own. But just landing thunderously (laughs) over and over and over again, doing progressively more damage to the train every time. So you all ride for a couple of hours before you reach the outskirts of town, Prospect Gardens here. And as you get closer, it does look like, I mean, fairly normal. Um, You can see that there are some homesteads kind of out on the fringes of town that have fields with crops. Uh, It seems like things can grow here. The train tracks do seem to run up to a station that's in like the downtown area. Um, And it looks like what you would expect like a wild west town to look like there's like one main road one main thoroughfare that has a saloon and an inn and a general store uh and homes and farms seem to just kind of spread out from there as you get further from the train station are you beeping the train in at the station uh yeah i was gonna ask like I i don't know how intricate this place is like uh, you know, they said not a lot of trains come through, so I, I don't know terminology here, but are there any of the, like, offshoot tracks for trains to come and pull along the side while others go through and that kind of thing? Yes, there are areas where, like, you can pull a lever, the tracks will 
switch which direction they go so that trains can because again as she said there's nothing further in that direction really that matters so any train that made it here would just want to turn around and go back the other way um so yes there are ways to get your train off of the main thoroughfare get the train to turn around etc all right i think i would i think i'd call dawson over and her crew if they uh if they want to see something cool and uh yeah head, head over to one of those spots okay yeah i mean they all ride over and seem like they're holding their breath all right everybody clear the tracks clear the tracks and i want to like center myself as much as i possibly can on these tracks i know this will come to wherever i call it but i want to make sure it lands on the tracks okay and i beep beep and the train all many cars and many tons of it oh my god uh appear and just slam into the ground on the tracks some of them kind of like teeter a little bit and then right themselves. Uh, everything seems sufficiently in place. And you see Cruz wave a hand from inside <laughs> and then drop it again. And Dawson lets out a whistle. That is something. Ain't never seen nothing like that before. It comes in handy in times like these, but it's not exactly the most efficient way to travel. Yeah, no, it seems like it'd be faster being on the train. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of which, you say you have a blacksmith around here? She looks past the train station down like the main thoroughfare, and she points you to a building a little ways down on the right. Um, and you can see that there are like horseshoes and nails and things like hanging outside. And she says, yeah, that looks like the blacksmith shop down there. Perfect. All right. Well, is there anything else y'all need from us right now? Otherwise, we need to head back to the flats. Report in. I just had at least one final question for you. Uh, are you familiar with the name Nash? She seems to mull it over for a second. She says, don't sound particularly familiar. Why? Uh, it's just someone that came from our world and has been here before, and we're just keeping an eye out for him or maybe anybody that works for him. Well, I can spread the word, have everybody keep their eyes and ears out. Uh, you don't need to do that. There's, I, I mean, I don't mean to put too fine a point on it, but there's some in that ilk that we'd more like to surprise if it's possible oh okay so not not a friend no actually somebody that pretty much means kind of terrible harm to your home uh her and her squad like kind of look at each other with furrowed brows well seems like the kind of thing we would have heard of if he was making any noise and the kind of thing we obviously don't want to come to pass yeah but and I'm turning the rest of the group. We don't know what the time difference is here. Who knows? Maybe Nash coming here and messing things up is what caused the anvil in the first place. Yeah, I was going to ask what kind of documentation, if any, do you have on the cataclysm? Because that could have been his visit. She says, uh, well, anything we got is going to be back at the fort. If you make your way all the way to the flats, it'll be the first thing you come across on the tracks. Fort Ghost Hollow, that's where we'll be. So I assume if we get it running... That way, not towards the scary mountains. Yes. Yeah. Correct. I mean, you can go towards the scary mountains. You're going to crash. Right? Yeah. The tracks just sort of ain't anymore. Ooh. But I don't know what this train's capable of. I mean, it can fucking fly or teleport or whatever, so. One more thing. I'm so sorry. Shoot. Um, I want to just, like, use use my spur in the in the dirt here and make a few patterns. I'm going to try to be careful not to make any of the actual like magic circles we've seen but like make a few patterns like one of the circles and a couple of the runes have you seen anything that looks sort of like this i've seen magic i can't say that i've seen exactly those circles although i don't really speak the language so it would probably escape me if i did uh i'm gonna draw an arrow and use it to point out some of the the circles like the the pattern of the spell and kind of write, like, in the dirt, the names of the different towns that she said. Is it just me, or is, does this seem like maybe how this place is structured, right? You've got where we are here, and then you've got your town, and then we've got Monster Zone over there, and then the center spire in the middle, right? This kind of seems like a map of this place? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll tell you, the territories are bigger than just, like, one town each, so... Sure. If you're talking about just a triangle here with something in the middle... It ain't necessarily here at Prospect Gardens or at the Ford or nothing. It could be somewhere else in the territory, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I can try and drum up some information about what's been going on in the flats. See if anybody's got any ideas over there. Can't do much for you over here, though. It's not real weird. We don't spend a lot of time out here in Montfair. Yeah. Well, 
we'd appreciate that. I, I think we'll aim to get there as soon as we can, but we're going to look around in this area first and, of course, get the train back up and running. How long will it take you to ride back to um, Fort Ghost Hollow on horseback? Depends on the conditions, four or five days. Um, and then I also want to just describe Nash. Um, that's sort of the guy we're, we're looking for. I can't imagine he's here. Like, I'm fairly certain of that. But just if anyone that you come across remembers this description and maybe anything that he's done or anyone he's talked to, that could help us a lot, too. Um, yeah, she is taking notes as you describe it. She's got her sketchbook out. <laughs> she she look turns around to stick figure. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's a stick figure with stick like a double Dracula cape. <laughs> but she nods and she says, all right, but you don't want people to know that we're looking for him, right? I shouldn't just post this. I can just kind of, I guess, I don't know, try to sneak it into conversations. I, well, hey, anybody, you seen a gentleman who <laughs> looks like this and no reason? Oh, I mean, you know, just maybe keep it with your trusted uh, uh, iron striders here and, you know, any anyone that you work for that you know you can trust to see if you get any pings that way. All right. Dawson, how long has it been since the monster started coming over the mountain range regularly? Oh, um, I mean, they've always come over. Uh, I guess their frequency has increased maybe over the course of the last year or two. That maybe gives us an idea of the adjusted timeline. Kind of seemed like that was a focused area, like he knew we were going to be coming through there eventually. Yeah, because didn't you say that he would have been here twice? Yeah. Right, yeah. He came here originally to set this place up and then came back to change the plans. Maybe three times? If he's been here somewhat recently to set up a trap for us, I mean, we've kind of been gone a while and he's got to know that we've been messing things up in the other worlds. So if the monsters coming over, being ready to attack us when we come through the portal was meant for us, I don't know if it was maybe meant for anybody happening to come through or specifically us, that would be the most recent. I mean, there is always the chance that even the trap he set up for the last place, he, he just set up two different kinds when he came here. You know, one one for this place, one for that ocean world, just trying to switch it up. That's true. He may not have been able to get back here in time. Well, we won't know till we know. Thank you, Dawson. She tips her hat to you. All right, as they head out, I think I'm just huddling us up. Rev, how, how are you doing, man? I'm okay. The smell is not as strong here. Like, it was definitely stronger closer to the mountains. Sorry, what smell? Um, boy, that that's... Okay, smell's not right, but now that I'm here, it's a smell, but when I was doing the spell, something was coming through. That's... I, I honestly don't even remember necessarily walking through the portal. I definitely don't remember, like, making the decision to, but there was something... Something was just drawing me here. As soon as the portal opened, I could feel almost like this magnetic pull. And here, it's a, it's like a smell. That's the best way I can describe it. There's something here that was like calling to me. <laughs> Great. So so we put up defenses so something wouldn't come out and attack anyone like it did Tass. And instead, this world pulled someone in. Did you guys not smell it? No. No. I wonder if it was just... That would be weird, right? Like, I've I've been to a couple other worlds. I wonder if it's just something in this world that is resonating, like, for me as a person. Yeah, was this targeted? Does Nash know that you were the one running things and put something in here to get rid of the person that could get us through? Or maybe this is similar to when Tass got hit, uh, opening up the portal to the last world. It was just, he happened to be the closest. Rev was the closest when we were all ready to go through this one. Yeah, maybe. I guess I'll, uh, not that it matters. I mean, here we are. Tass says we can't go back. So yeah, I I'll keep an eye out for that smell. That's not a normal sentence, but it's what I'm going to do. Keep a nose out. Yeah. Well, this will be fun. Like, you've been around to different worlds with Landara, but we haven't gotten to do any of this yet. It's true, and I certainly feel like an adequate replacement for Jake. Mm. Don't 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 do that. <laughs> don't say it like that. Well, I it's just we are very different kinds of uh m not just magic users, but he was also very physically useful in a way that I don't know that I am. I I mean, you're strong. Yeah, I, I watched you clinging to it. Look, you got to do what I've wanted to do since I was 5 years old. You were 
riding a kaiju, and then you used magic to blow his ass off of a mountain. Like, come on! Fair. It's just, it's weird. When I did this with Landara, I didn't have a second thought about it. But I think because, Cash, you and I have talked about something just like this existing since we met, and now it's actually happening, and you all are normally going off to do your thing while I'm making it possible for you to go, it feels weird to be here. And it feels like there is a pressure that I didn't have with Landar when we were just kind of solving people's individual problems. I, I understand. Can I can I counter with something very important? Yeah. Just for a second, just glance around. We've been talking about this for 20 years, right? Uh-huh. And I put my hand up. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> I high his five. Also, we're happy to have you here. Yeah, it's really nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. This is Kim. <laughs> I knew it was something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's not Carl. What is Carl. it? <laughs> you know me. You're on the run from my mom. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This you is, sold her Hercules. <laughs> this is just, I'm one step away from peril. I'm here with Strom's daughter and Damien's <laughs> girlfriend, two people who have famously not treated me the best. <laughs> And I, I'm sure this will be fine. High five. Come on. One more. Yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah, bro. I will high his five again. Yes. I'm just saying, you've had our back in a different way for a long time. And now you just get to like have our back in person. Yeah. It's like the it's like in Archer when when Cyril became a field agent. Sure, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Did that end well? I didn't see that far. Uh, I don't think the series is over yet. Oh. But so but so, he's still a field agent. So. Okay. So so far it's been yeah. good. Yeah. Then yeah, like that. Hey, you know what might help you feel acclimated? Hmm. Let's just go to the saloon and get a drink, man. Let's just meet the people, see what's up. Okay. I'm probably going to pass on that because I really need to get this train part fixed. If it's going to take us four or five days on horseback to get from town to town, that's a lot of days that we're going to lose out on getting back. So if we can take the train and go faster, that's probably going to be smart. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounds like we're going to need the train anyway. Like, uh, I don't know if the magic circle we're looking for is even in this settlement. So... We are not even talking about getting to Jackalope Flats yet. We're still trying to find the circle here, and that might still be a trek. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's got to be. There's got to be one here, right? I mean, right? Well, I mean, in I'm, this... In this settle... Yeah. In this, like, yeah. county. I don't right, know if it's in this right. town. Yeah, exactly, exactly. As you are all conversing, you hear uh, a voice shout from over at, like, the platform of the train station. Um, excuse me! Oh, Yeah? What? We're talking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you see a uh, a big guy in like a gray suit, pinstripe suit. He's got a big bushy mustache uh, and salt and pepper hair. And he's kind of waving in your direction. Who are you? How have you gotten here with a broken train? Dangerously. I assumed. I saw you talking with the Iron Striders and I know that they don't tend to deal in safety. Yeah, he strikes me as someone that we're going to have to pay to keep the train here. I, He's probably like That's the, fine. I have money. Oh, thank God. Yeah, we we helped. There was a big lizard thing that was going to come wreck shit over here and we like we ran it off of a cliff to save everyone. And so, so yeah, we're kind of heroes. We're kind of heroes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but our our yeah, the train got a little jacked up. So, um The lizard kicked it. Yeah, it kicked it. And then this piece fell off and that wasn't my fault, but it happened. And now we need to fix it. Yeah. So we're going to need to keep the train here at the station for a couple days at least while we fix the train and get our bearings. Kind of heroes. He, uh, You're welcome. <laughs> he's just sort of stone-faced listening to all of this, deciding whether or not to believe it. Well, I could see a monster on the horizon, so I suppose that does track. You didn't cause the monster, right? Oh, no. no. You swear? Well, we did cause its death. Ah, that's good, because of the heroes thing. Yes, very well. Um, It seems you've you've got it. It's out of the way. Not that we're expecting a train to come through here anytime soon anyway. Please uh, make yourselves at home in the town. Sorry, my name is Herschel Dilworth. It's nice to meet all of you. What are your names? Nice to meet you, Herschel. I'm Tass. Hi there, I'm Kim. I appreciate you uh, keeping watch over our train while we're in town. Oh, goodness, I have to keep watch over it. Oh, no. I mean, I'm sure it will uh, It will keep just fine on its own, but you're the station master or something, right? You're not just a random person that's no, 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 interrogating I'm... us about our train. No, I have, I have, yes, I'm the person. It makes sense for me to be doing this, of course. 
I'm in charge of the train station. It sounds like I'm lying it's- because Jake <laughs> is laughing at the, <laughs> the idea. <laughs> right, well, if you need a place to stay, the inn is down the street on your left across from the blacksmith shop. It seems like you're going to need some machining done to repair this train, eh? Yes. Uh, who is the blacksmith in this town? That's a gentleman by the name of Isaac De Silva. Good blacksmith name. Thanks. I hope he does. <laughs> I just made it up. I don't know you. <laughs> I, I hope he does the iron too. <laughs> he laughs. He chortles. How quickly do you think we're going to get run out of this town? <laughs> so fast. He chortles, then uncreates himself. <laughs> <laughs> I am tired of this interaction. Uh, Herschel says, Where in the world are you all coming from? And he's like looking back just towards the mountains and the nothing in that direction. I can't honestly say I've ever had a train arrive facing this direction. Well, it got beat up by the lizard and kind of, you know, turned around a bit. So we just, we had to pull it back in this way. Right, but you've you've not passed through here before, have you? No, no. Yeah, we came from the other side, uh, this train's experimental, to try to, to pass through the lost hope yep uh for safety from the monsters nice do you bypass the mountains in a train very sort of all right somebody give me a bluff (laughs) to see if this has to be a team (laughs) 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 every everybody roll bluff deceive everybody who wants to because remember if anybody fails it's their problem it's their fault that's fair and i definitely have like a negative stat to this so that's a 12 for me okay I've talked so much. Yeah, I don't did. think I cannot. You're, you're not getting out of this. <laughs> Seven. Five. <clears throat> what was that? Uh, five. Five? Yeah. Great. I don't feel so bad about my four. <laughs> All right. <laughs> two, two fails, a mixed, and a full. Hey, Tess, mark a point of grit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, the good news is with a full success on a teamwork, there's not like a consequence still. Like you just get away with it. Ooh, oh. Phew. So. You're welcome. Uh, Yeah. He seems sufficiently befuddled. Uh, and like he doesn't want to continue to trouble you for an answer he will understand. Um, so he just says, uh, of course, very good, very good. Um, all right, well, yes, I'll, I'll keep an eye on your train here. Um, please enjoy your time in Prospect Gardens. Thank you so much. He gives you a nod and he, uh, he pulls out a little like pocket watch to look at the time as he goes back inside of the train station. Where are you all headed? Saloon. Absolutely. Uh, how about everybody else? I'm heading to the blacksmith. Um, I think I'll I'll take control of the horses and get them stabled before joining at the like the saloon or you know trying to like I'm more going to set us up with rooms and stuff. Okay. Yeah, I will join Kim. I give Blueberry Milk a kiss on the face and send him with Tass. He says, "I love you." No, too. he doesn't no. talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he won't let him. Every, every time he tries, you close his mouth with your hands. You cram an apple in. <laughs> Here, eat more oats. Stop talking. <laughs> All right. Uh, you, can't, you can't talk because if you talk, then you can tell my secrets that I always whisper <laughs> to you. I can't allow this. You, you can't tell everyone my hopes and dreams. <laughs> I had a dream once that my cat talked and I was so mad. I was like, Virgil, why did you never tell me? Like, we could have had so many conversations. He's like, well, if I had told you earlier, you would have made a big deal out of it. And I was like, well, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're correct. You're a talking cat. It's a big deal. We could be rich. <laughs> all right. You all head into town. Kim and Rev, you find your way right to the saloon. Tass, you find your way to a stable. It is literally next door to the saloon, uh, and you don't have any trouble getting the horses boarded. Um, as you all walk into the saloon, it is like both the bar and the rooms, right? Like it's a multi-purpose establishment. Um, you walk through these swinging doors and there are a handful of people in here. It's not like a rowdy place by any means. Um, the people that are in here are like smartly dressed and having calm conversation at their tables. Um, it is in pretty good shape overall. Like things are clean and well-maintained in here. You can see the long bar against the wall to your left tables and booths kind of in the middle and around the outside. And then there is a staircase uh, leading up to your right, right as you come in the door that leads up to like a second floor, basically balcony that seems to have rooms off of it. Um, And as you walk in, the barkeep looks over in your direction and gives sort of an up nod of acknowledgement. 
Uh, yeah, I'll approach the bar. Hi there. We're new in town. Nice to meet you. Where are y'all coming from? Oh, pretty far out. Uh, we're going to be here for a couple days, I think. So uh, do we arrange lodgings through you or someone else? No, through me will be fine. Fantastic. Uh, four rooms if you got them. If not, we'll settle for two. She kind of chuckles. She says, we got four rooms. Not a lot of people taking vacations to Prospect Gardens. Thank you. That would be uh, very appreciated. And uh, also just like a little bit of whiskey, if you could. Thanks. She nods. She looks at the two of you, Rev and Tast, see if you want anything. Bourbon? Cranberry juice? She quirks her head a little bit, but she gets down behind the bar and uh, <laughs> pulls out a few bottles and like a marmalade jar <laughs> that she like juices some juice out of. Um, but yeah, she pours each of you a drink, grabs some keys from a wall of hooks behind the bar and hands them off to you and collects your funds. What are all y'all doing in town here? We're sort of the last stop, as it were. Where are you headed? Where are you coming from? Uh, mostly to take in the sights, I guess. I pull out my sketchbook. I'm, uh, I love seeing new and interesting places and uh, capturing them. I don't suppose there's any particular things of note in this town that I should take a look at and perhaps draw. Well, we certainly got a unique view of the mountains. Nobody else got nothing between their town and the mountains like we do, but... Uh, no, I mean, not any notable landmarks or anything around here in town. We're a pretty small settlement. Not a lot going on. You could always head out to the bluff and look down. I don't know that you'll be able to see anything real interesting or make out a lot of detail all the way down there, but the landscape is something. Sure you know that. I am very interested in taking a look over that bluff. All right, well, y'all let me know if you need anything else. Otherwise, enjoy your stay. Thank you. What's your name? Mary Jane. Thank you very much, Mary Jane. You're welcome. Megan, at the blacksmith's shop, uh, as you approach, you can hear a hammer to anvil and you see a man who seems to be working steel. Um, he is wearing overalls and no shirt. He's got like sinewy, ripped arms, um, fairly dark skin, a little bit of stubble on his face. Um, and he looks up as you approach and stops hammering, grabs a rag out of his pocket to wipe his hands down. Mr. DeSilver. Uh, it's De Silva. Oh, well, Tass made a joke earlier about iron, so I thought he said silver. He, like, thinks for a second, and then a smile spreads across his face, and he laughs. And he's like, that is good. If I worked with precious metals, that would be a hell of a thing. Don't really get the opportunity very often, though. Well, maybe you could do a rebranding if you decide to, you know, expand what you work with here. Maybe. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Uh, I'm Megan. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. What can I do for you, Megan? Well, uh, I'll dig in my bag and pull out the uh, train piece. Uh, I've got a train, and it had a little run-in with a giant lizard, and this uh, piece broke off, and unfortunately, it's not something readily available uh, to purchase, um, and so if I'd like to get anywhere quickly, I'm going to need a new one made, and I hear you're the man who can help me. Uh, he takes the piece and flips it over in his hands, looking it over. Yeah, I reckon I could replace this. How quick you need it? As quick as possible. Ugh. I mean, sort of got two options here. I can either, well, I'm going to have to make one out of scrap, sort of, you know, bend some things, put stuff together. And if you just want that to be your part, you can have it. Otherwise, I could make a mold of that one and then actually cast one in iron. It'd be a lot sturdier. What's the time difference on this? I mean, I could throw something together probably by midday tomorrow. Otherwise, to make the mold, let it cool, pour the iron, let it cool another day after that. Uh, yeah. Let's go with the more structurally sound version. I think making the mold is going to be our best bet. I wouldn't want this to break down in the middle of nowhere between towns and not able to get a new one made. Can do. I'll get right on it. Wonderful. Uh, I will check in with you soon. He nods uh, and then turns like looking this piece over again seems like he's kind of like eyeing some of the scrap he's got laying around cool i'll uh, go meet up with everyone at the saloon all right we find all of you in the saloon as dusk starts to fall over prospect gardens getting settled in for your first night in a new world
Crit Show is a Crit Show Studios production, edited and produced by Brandon Wentz with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Oh, hey, friends, it's me, your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. You don't know me, but I'm going to introduce you to Dungeons and Dragons, where I play D&D with my friends, and, th- and they're going to become your friends because you're going to love us so much. I mean, maybe, maybe you won't love us, but we'll love you. Let me give you a taste of the show in 42 seconds. Let's go. You must have a, f- and a flask. Anything. He's got a satchel. That's the most disappointed <laughs> way I've ever heard anyone say the word satchel. Cost. How much is a donkey cost? Russ, how much is a donkey cost? Russ, is the a donkey question cost? everyone wants to know. <laughs> For one hour. It's concentration, so if you do another concentration spell. It's abjuration, you doink. It's concentration. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like exactly the sort of person you should probably tell your friends about. The kind that are there and say, like, weird, mysterious things and then just disappear? Yeah, that's why I'm telling oh, you. okay. Also, he had three eyes. Oh! We're having this rager. I mean, Lich Astley and the Magic Magic Missiles is going to be playing <laughs> later tonight. Is he ever going to give you up? <laughs> never going to give you up, never going to let you down. Orcus is going to rule all and he won't desert you. What else do I need to tell you? We're Dungeons & Dragons. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts or at DumbDragons.com. We can't wait to adventure! with you.